1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the New Book Network. I'm Deidre Tyler, host of the channel. Today, we'll be talking with Richard J. Pitts, author of Father Involvement and Gender Inequality in the United States. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you? Great. I wonder if you could begin the interview by saying a few words about yourself and how you became interested in this project.
0: Yeah, so um, I'm a professor of sociology at, at Ball State University, um, and I've long been interested in fatherhood, um, really ever since I was a graduate student, um, and 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 sort of learning about family and family sociology. Um, but a lot of the work that I did um, when I first started off in my career was about fatherhood and religion, um, and how religion sort of influenced father's lives and father involvement, and um, and it really um, was actually becoming a father, um, and that sort of solidified my interest in 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 fatherhood and understanding, um, you know, the dramatic disparities um, and expectations for fathers and mothers, um, and the vital role that fathers can play um, can potentially play, and um, helping to reduce gender equality. And so, you know, the experiences of being a father myself has really, have really sort of um, solidified and and sort of fueled my passion uh, for studying this topic.
1: Now, you indicate in the book that women are disadvantaged in paid and unpaid work. What did you find out here?
0: Yeah, so we know that um, that mothers are disproportionately responsible for domestic tasks. You know, some mothers do um, significantly more housework and child care um, and cognitive labor, the sort of hidden tasks, the the planning and monitoring of things around the house. Um, mothers are overwhelmingly um, more responsible for those kinds of tasks, which frees up a lot of time for fathers. Um to do other things and places, mothers at a disadvantage. Um, And the disadvantage that mothers experience um, in the domestic sphere by being disproportionately responsible um, for things within the home actually fuels their disadvantage in, in the paid labor force as well. Um, So, so childbearing and having kids primarily um, fuels the gender pay gap. It, it shapes employers' perceptions um, with the idea that women uh, will be less committed to their jobs um, and more likely to take time off um, due to, to having kids. Um, So these, these inequalities in, in paid and unpaid labor um, are inherently linked to one another for women.
1: COVID-19, did this create more gender inequalities? (laughs)
0: <laughs> that, that's a good question. Um, my my response to that is yes and no. Um, so, in many ways, um, we saw women uh, disproportionately disadvantaged from the pandemic. Uh, so, unemployment rates uh, were were higher for women uh, throughout the first year of the pandemic. Um, the amount of of childcare and housework um, increased across the board um, as as daycares were closed, as kids were learning um, you know at home online, um, all of those kinds of things, you know, increased the amount of stuff that needed to be done at home and women uh, were hurt disproportionately in the paid labor force. Um, so those trends have led many people to argue that yes, uh, the pandemic exacerbated gender gender inequality. I sort of urge people to sort of pause just a little bit. Um, While I agree in many ways, uh, the pandemic increased gender inequality, we also saw a trend um, of fathers helping out more at home. Um, So really across the board, um, fathers spent more time uh, in housework, more time in childcare. Um, And actually we saw, you know, slight shifts. Uh, toward greater egalitarian sharing of these tasks um, across households as well. So there was sort of a you know slight s- silver lining that as men and fathers were more exposed uh, to everything that needed to be done at home because they were home more, um, they stepped up and started to do more.
1: Now, what are the roles that fathers play in reducing this gender inequality? Give us some examples.
0: Yeah, so I mean, I think the biggest example, you know, is is helping out more at home. Uh, that, that there continue to be significant disparities in the amount of time that fathers and mothers spend on childcare and housework, um, and so really, it's a story of of, of fathers need to do more. Um, and I argue that we need to sort of um, change our conception of, of fatherhood and our expectations of fathers. Um, I think commonly you hear, you know, that fathers need to do more. Um, and that's really vague um, because if you look in the past, fathers really didn't do much. Um, fathers in, you know, the 1950s spent about three hours a week on domestic tasks, you know, which is... <laughs> almost nothing. Um, And so simply saying fathers should do more um, is not sort of a very high bar uh, to achieve. And so I argue we need to sort of change our expectations. Um, And we need to sort of um, emphasize that fathers should be fully engaged dads. And what I mean by that phrase of fully engaged dads is that fathers should uh, equally share Um, in all the domestic tasks and be equally responsible for all domestic tasks and not just sort of a secondary parent. Um, And I think that if we're able to sort of change our mindset about fatherhood um, and provide more structural opportunities uh, for fathers to be more involved at home, then we can start to see a more sizable shift um, in terms of the division of domestic labor.
1: But what are the barriers uh, to father involvement?
0: There are many. Um, so in the book, um, I highlight just a couple, um, I focus on, um, on traditional gender norms. Um, so the idea that, um, that mothers are are expected to be intensive mothers, meaning that, um, mothers are, are expected to live child centered lives and should, um, sort of always place their child first and, and really sort of, um, revolve their lives around uh their child and we also um you know there's a tendency in the united states uh to to assume that that mothers are sort of naturally better parents um that since mothers are the one who 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 get pregnant and 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 biologically have a child that that sort of makes them innately better parents and so these ideas um, that mothers are are innately better parents, and that they should want to be highly engaged in all aspects of of domestic life, sort of fuel these ideas that mothers should be primarily responsible uh, for childcare and housework. And you know, in in the data I analyzed, in my my interviews with fathers, fathers would tell me that you know I think that things should be divided equally. I think that, you know, the mother shouldn't do any more than the father. They should be equally involved. But then when we sort of got into, you know, well, how do you divide labor? Who's responsible for certain things? There was this underlying, well, you know, my wife's just obviously more nurturing or, you know, my wife takes care of all that. Um, I don't take care of any of that stuff. And so fathers are very quick to sort of Dismiss a lot of things as just, well, that's the mom's responsibility. And I, you know, I don't play any role in that, or I'm not any good at that. She's better at that. Um, and so, it, it, this constant deferring to mothers and assumptions that mothers are more nurturing um, and better at a lot of these tasks. Sort of absolves fathers um, from having to do them, um, and in result, sort of fuels this gender inequality. So, so these norms about what we expect from mothers um, are are a key barrier. A second barrier is is the norms we have of of men and masculinity. Um, so these ideas that men should be tough and rugged and 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 non-emotional you know sort of clash with what we think of as a engaged nurturing parents we think of an engaged nurturing parent as kind and loving and you know emotional and all of these kinds of things right um and so the persistence of these traditional norms of masculinity um continue to to serve as a barrier um and and these norms i would not say are are sort of widely endorsed um survey data shows that you know the minority of men sort of um agree to these sort of traditional norms but a sizable minority and in my interviews with fathers um they largely told me, you know, I don't really think about masculinity. It's not something that's sort of on my mind. But then when I would ask them sort of how they would parent, they would tell me things like, well, you know, my wife, the mom, you know, she's sort of the, you know, the nurturing one, the the one who's always caring for the child and i'm sort of the one that you know you can fall down and hurt yourself and get back up and i'm going to teach you how to be independent and and i'll let you scrape your knees and these kinds of things and so fathers were parenting in such a way that adhered uh, to these traditional norms of masculinity um and it reflected sort of two different types of parenting one that was um much more relaxed and hands-off um versus the style for mothers which was much more sort of hands-on and labor-intensive and so that sort of fuels the inequality as well the third factor um, i focus on is is barriers in the workplace Um, so we live in a a very sort of work-centric culture Um, americans work long hours you know we we, we work overtime, we work weekends, um, we don't use all our vacation time, we don't use our sick days, we, we work a lot. Um, and it's hard to work a lot and be a highly engaged parent. Um, and men face greater pressures to work and work long hours, given these sort of traditional norms of masculinity and fatherhood, which emphasize the fact that fathers should be providers and breadwinners. But also the fact that, you know, sort of the the ideal worker that employers sort of have in mind is a worker that you know can completely devote themselves to their job, can work long hours, don't have family responsibilities that might um, detract them from work, and so men are sort of advantaged in the workplace in that they're more likely uh, to adhere to this sort of ideal worker norm, and that fuels you know sort of higher pay and. Um, a greater rate of promotions, all of these kinds of things that advantage men in the paid workforce. But it presents challenges for men to be able to be engaged parents at home um, because there are often severe penalties for men um, and and limited opportunities to um, to reduce their hours, to take time off of work, to to work flexible flexibly from home and all of these kinds of things. So um, the culture of work and the structure of work in the United States also poses a significant barrier
1: uh, to fathers being more involved at home. Tell us about your data collection.
0: Yeah, so I, um, I utilized um, five uh, national surveys um, for the quantitative analyses. The book is sort of highly quantitative. Um, I use five different data sources because they all kind of provide different information. Um, and so I use, um, a national survey, um, that was conducted on fathers specifically. Um, I use a couple of nationally representative studies. Um, I use, um, one study that contains some information on paternity leave, um, and the, the effects of paternity leave taking, um, for families. And I use, um, an experimental study, um, that I, I conducted with some colleagues um, that include some attitudinal data um, on attitudes toward fathers and gender attitudes, but also um, helps to really illustrate some of these workplace barriers that exist um, for fathers. Um, in addition to uh, the quantitative analyses and the survey data uh, that I present, I interviewed fathers. Um, I interviewed 13 fathers. Uh, for the book and asked them about their experiences as a father, uh, their experiences with work, their experiences of balancing both of them, um, work and family life. Um, and I also draw on my own experiences as a father. Um, I think my experiences as a father helped me, you know, to sort of connect, uh, to the fathers I, I interviewed. Um, and I also think it's important, you know, I'm, I'm sort of coming from a position of, of being a father and thinking fatherhood um, and father involvement is important. So I want to sort of um, be open and transparent about my own perspective on these issues.
1: Now, there's always nuggets of information that are found when you research. Tell us about one nugget of information about fathers that you found of interest.
0: You know, I think one thing that I I, I found really interesting is that, you um, Overwhelmingly, in the data, in both the survey data and in my interviews with fathers, you know, fathers said they wanted to be highly involved, which wasn't surprising to me because um, we've seen a trend where where fathers increasingly want to be more involved at home. But what surprised me is the high rate of fathers. Pretty much every father I interviewed, um, and the vast majority of fathers in in survey data say. That fathers should be as equally involved as mothers, so not just more involved, not just somewhat involved, um, but equally involved, and so that really sort of, of of struck me that you know not only do people in the United States think fathers should be more involved than they have been, but, but they think they should be equally involved, yet they're not even close <laughs> um, and so this gap between you know sort of um, cultural attitudes about fatherhood and and how fathers how involved fathers actually are um, really sort of, of struck me um, and even among fathers who sort of have the most um, you know sort of positive attitudes about fatherhood you know across sort of all 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 survey indicators even these fathers, aren't necessarily highly involved. Uh, so the fathers we would think would be most involved, well they're more involved than other fathers but not not equally involved um, by any stretch of the imagination. Um, and so I think this significant gap between our attitudes about fatherhood and the culture about fatherhood um, and what fathers are actually doing at home, I think was was particularly interesting to me.
1: Well, what are some of the strategies that you recommend? to overcome these barriers of father involvement?
0: Yeah, so I think, you know, a number of things um, could happen um, or need to happen uh, to facilitate greater father involvement. Um, On a societal level, I mean, I think we need to sort of um, work to change the culture um, on fatherhood. And I think that there's some structural uh, things that we can do um, to help facilitate that, um, I think one thing that we can do um, is to um, expand paid leave policies, paid parental leave policies. Um, we know that you know the the earlier you can get fathers involved in childcare, um, the more likely they are to remain highly involved in childcare. And so, providing fathers and mothers um, with paid time off of work when a child is born, and providing fathers with those early experiences, those times to bond, um, the opportunity to learn to co-parent um, with mothers, can help to facilitate um, a more equal division of of childcare throughout throughout the child's life. So, I think that's sort of one thing that you know has been discussed in policy. We've seen um, more states implement. Uh, paid family leave policies. And so I think that's, that's certainly one thing, um, that can help to move the needle a bit. I think another thing that can happen, um, from the workplace side of things is to increase, um, the availability of, and the acceptance of more flexible workplace policies. I mean, COVID really, uh, showed us that, um, when men are home more, um, they do more at home. Um, and so enabling um, workers across the board, both men and women, continuing opportunities um, to work from home, to have more flexible schedules, um, can provide fathers with greater opportunities to spend more time at home, to be more exposed to the things that need to be done at home, and to take on more responsibility uh, for the tasks at home. Um, and And workplaces can also be... Um, more accepting and encouraging of, of workers to utilize these policies, right. To, to utilize paid leave, to utilize, um, flexible work, work workplace practices. Um, and then sort of on a, um, you know, just sort of a, a micro level, a family level, like what can individual families do, you know, to, to sort of work toward a more equitable arrangement. Um, I think communication is really key. Um, communicating about who is responsible for what, who's doing what. I think oftentimes um, parents don't necessarily have a, a great sense of what the what the other parent does. Um, a lot of things are done without the other parent around. Um, and so being open and transparent, if there is a big disparity uh, in communicating that um, can help, you know, sort of um, uncover ways in which that that disparity can be reduced, I think fathers, um, just simply taking ownership, start with one task that, that you are primarily responsible for, right? So not you help out with, or you do it from time to time, but you know, I'm in charge of, of the laundry, like that's going to be my task. So I'm going to sort of keep an eye on when laundry needs to be done, when it needs to be done, I'm going to do it. Um, and so both the sort of, of preparation side of things, you know, keeping an eye on the hamper (laughs) Um, and when it gets full, putting a load of laundry in um, and then actually sort of doing the tasks and sort of taking complete ownership um, of a task and not just helping out when you're told to help out um, can really help um, to start to move toward
1: a more equitable
0: um, division of labor at home.
1: What is the overall message you would like to leave the reader with once they finish reading your book?
0: I think the message um, that I'd like readers to walk away with um, is really understanding um, the importance of incorporating fathers into the broader picture of gender equality. uh, That, you know, we focus a lot on on women, and rightly so, uh, in terms of the fight for greater gender equality but really equality is not going to be achieved unless we integrate men and integrate fathers. Um, And so I think there's an opportunity given changes in the culture of fatherhood um, and men wanting to be more involved at home and women wanting men to be more involved at home uh, to really take advantage of that opportunity um, and look for ways in which we can change the culture and provide structural opportunities uh, for fathers to be more engaged, more equally engaged um, and really be fully engaged dads at home um, to start to sort of um, make additional progress uh, toward greater gender equality.